the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Okay, all I'm Dennis Prager. I have not talked much about the border crisis. And I'll tell you why. It's not it's not a, anything but an explanation because I analyze my own show why do I talk about X and not Y and so on. And this is not actually, when I think about it, a completely valid reason. <laughs> but I'm just leveling with you, and I I really do aim for transparency. And it is because I have nothing to add to the universal non-left perception I try to bring to you either items or explanations that you may not have encountered. So I just, I assume that the vast majority of you understand the left has no interest in protecting the borders of the United States. They don't really believe in them. I said for years, they believe in open borders. And then leftists write to me, and I appreciate every leftist who writes to me. Uh, because it 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 gives me insight, obviously, in, into the left wing mind, and they write. They never said they're for open borders. You're you're not telling the truth. <laughs> That's like I, I. It's hard to give a perfect analogy to this, but I want to give you an analogy. That's that's like saying uh, John Wilkes Booth didn't announce uh, uh, why he killed Abraham, assassinated Abraham Lincoln. So how how do how do you know that he was pro-slavery? I mean, what what did he do when when John Wilkes Booth jumped on the stage? He was an actor, didn't he? Say in uh, Latin, thus to all tyrants. <laughs> but hey, why would we assume that he was pro-slavery, John Wilkes Booth? Why would we assume the Democrats are pro-open borders? So, anyway, now I've told you what's going on in the larger sense, the, the, the macro picture. They are far more interested in power than in, than in America's survival on the left. That's been always true. That is the way. The left seeks power. The right seeks less power, and those who seek power usually win. Because they, they promise you 
in a Mephistopheles-like deal. You vote for us, you get things. By the way, you get things when you vote for Republicans too, but you get less. (laughs) Let's put it that way. You can't win in a democracy. It's the the built-in flaw of democracy that you have to promise people goodies to get their votes. It's not always this way. Government was not seen as the source of my replenishment. Who initiated that? Was it Franklin Roosevelt? The idea that the government will take care of you. I guess it came in with FDR. Certainly wasn't with Calvin Coolidge. I don't think Hoover uh, in who was uh, was one of those either. He had a lot of issues. It was more, of course. Well, everybody was more than Coolidge. The, the left hates Coolidge. <laughs> they have contempt for him. They, they say he did nothing, which I consider one of the great achievements of a president is 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 to do as little as possible. I want government to do as little as possible, but not nothing. Okay? That's my dream. That was the founders of this experiment's dream. The experiment is now failing. Trillions and trillions of dollars. It doesn't mean anything to people. You know why? It has a very small digit in front of it. One trillion, two trillion. It's too bad it's not called a thousand billion. Right? I think it would make a bigger impact on people. Trillion. Eh, trillion. Now they want a, what, a $4 trillion, nearly $4 trillion infrastructure thing? Three, three trillion. Three trillion? What, 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 let me ask you a question. I'm asking this to my comrade here. Yes, I've imbibed the, the left-wing ideology, and I call him comrade. So, uh, comrade living... I have a question. No, no, it it doesn't. Comrade is first name. Yes, yes. Well, well, let me think. You might be right. Was it Comrade Stalin or was it Comrade Joseph? It was Comrade Stalin. So Comrade Martyr. Yes, you're right. Comrade Martyr. It's got a ring to it. Yeah, kind of does. So... How (laughs) I'm choking a little literally. How do they expect to pay to pay these uh, expenses back? This this debt. Oh wait, I'm answering my own question, comrade. The uh, they will tax the rich. That if you were to ask Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer. How are you going to pay these trillions of dollars of debt? They would say we'll tax the rich, correct? Corporations. Of course, you realize that the corporate tax rate was high, and Donald Trump lowered it, and that was a major reason for the spectacular boom in the American economy because companies were not doing business in the U.S. They went offshore. Because every country in the world, except, I think, Japan, 
Every uh, industrialized country had lower tax rates. Sweden, Denmark, your, all your wonderful socialist paradises. They all had much lower tax rates on corporations than the United States did. So, uh, listen, I can't stand big business. They, they uh, I would call the heads of most big businesses prostitutes, but and I'm not being cute. I, I think more highly of prostitutes. I swear to God, I am telling you the truth. I am not kidding. It is not a cute point. I think more highly of prostitutes than most uh, most uh, CEOs and presidents of, of, of big companies. Certainly more than uh, the, the folks at the tech companies, more than at Coca-Cola, more than at Nike. Who does more damage, prostitutes or Nike? I mean, there's no there's no comparison. But so my, my desire to have low corporate rate is not because I have any regard for corporations. I have regard for America. I want their money in the United States. The trick is to think morally, not emotionally. How, how is this going to be paid back? God, when young people vote Democrat, I think, do you, do you, do you understand? Have you ever read about kamikaze pilots? The, the, the You know what? I really do believe young Democratic voters should be called kamikaze pilots. That should be the name. Because <laughs> they're, they they're not destroying. Well, the only difference is some kamikaze pilots actually, tragically, destroyed the enemy. They Some uh, American uh, boats, ships, transports, the like, were destroyed. Most the vast majority they just fell into the ocean. So that's that's my new name for young Democrats, kamikaze pilots. What do they think? What do they think the 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 money will come from? Where do they think it will come from? There's not thought through, like the border. Let them in. Open borders. In modern history, there has never been such an experiment. Never. As what the left is doing with the borders of the United States of America. We shall return. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. Join the movement that's disrupting the left's monopoly on education. Join Prager University. Go to PragerUniversity.com and donate today. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 800-500-8384. Hi, everybody. I want to remind you, 
It is not often. I, ha- I got to be very, very uh, direct and honest with you. Protestant humor is not a, a big book. It's sort of like Jewish hockey players. They're just certain thin books. <laughs> so when a, a genuine Christian comedy comes out, it is worth noting. Church people. It's a faith-based comedy. The executive producers, Mike Lindell. It's got Thor Ramsey, Stephen Baldwin, Donald Faison, Joey Fatone. Special guest appearance for Mike Lindell. It's a hilarious, heartwarming reminder about the importance of the gospel. So I think you should treat yourself to it. Leave you laughing out loud and ultimately reminding you about the true meaning of the gospel. You can stream church people starting this week, which has begun on Monday, at SalemNow.com. That's church people at SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. I was talking to you about the border and the sense of open borders. Flooding America with with more people is is good for the Democrats. It's not good for America, but it's irrelevant. I don't think we've ever had a party that loathes the country. It's never happened, I don't think. Well, I guess you could say the Democrats of the South in Civil War era, they loathed the country because the country was not allowing slavery to expand. By the way, we have a magnificent video from years ago up at PragerU about slavery being the reason for the Civil War. It's the only video I think we ever put up that the left praised. (laughs) But we're actually committed to truth above all at PragerU, which is a, a pretty good record of adhering to that. Anyway, since the Civil War South, there has never been a loathing of the country like you have with the Democrats. Again, how ironic, isn't it? The Democrats in the 19th century, the Democrats in the 21st century want to rip the country apart. Give you an example, L.A. Times, front page of the California section, Oi which means today in Spanish. Racist incidents uniting black and Asian Americans. The two groups find solidarity with white supremacy viewed as a common enemy by Erica Smith. The whole thing is a fake. The whole article, the whole headline, it's all a fake. White supremacy is a made-up thing. It's made up by the left. They fight things they make up because they never fight real evils. I've said this my whole life. This is, I have a, a thing from a few years ago. I think that the title of my column was The Left Fights Statues, The Right Fights Evil. That's what, uh, that's what I titled the piece. That's what it was about. Whoa, blacks and and Asian Americans are uniting to fight white supremacy. 
there's an interesting question. I think Beethoven and Mozart and Brahms and Haydn and Bach and Schubert wrote the greatest music ever written. Does that constitute a white supremacist? So let me analyze that for a moment. Because they say it does. They say it does. Right? If, if you say Shakespeare wrote the greatest plays, you're a white supremacist. So, so here, here's the question. Do I believe that, that Brahms, Schubert, Beethoven, Bach, Haydn, etc.? Do, do I believe that they wrote the greatest music? Here goes, here goes the, the phrase that matters. Because they were white. Does anybody? Do I think that Hitler and Stalin, after Mao, killed the most people in in human history? The embodiment of pure evil? They were white. Were they evil because they were white? Well, if Stalin was evil because he was white... And Beethoven was wrote the greatest music because he was white. Got a big problem, don't you? What does white mean? The answer is nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. The guy who uh, murdered uh, people in Boulder this week has really confused the left because they identified him as a white because he he is in fact white, but he's Syrian. Uh oh problem because Muslims are supposed to be victims they can't be white well look at that a white Muslim CNN called him a white as soon as they saw a picture there you go so white does it does it does it even mean a color or does it just mean people who look white with whom we differ Have I? It's an interesting question. I've been called everything, you know, fascist, anti-Semite. So, so what if I'm one of the most active uh, Jews in uh, in America? But, but, but I've been called everything. Have I been called a white supremacist? Racist, of course, because that that comes with it. But white supremacist, I don't think that that has. I don't think I've. I mean, this is an invitation, obviously. <laughs> to the left to uh, finally fill in that one lacuna with regard to me. So this is what they're trying to do. They're, they're, again, the loathing of the country, as exemplified by this Erica D. Smith in L.A. Times, racist incidents uniting black and Asian Americans the two groups find solidarity with white supremacy viewed as a common enemy. You know, by the way, the irony of all this is blacks have attacked, physically attacked, Asian Americans more than any other group, including, and this is government statistics, it's in my column that that came out uh, yesterday. These are government data. But uh, none of this is based on truth. We, we, we swim in a world of lies.
because the left dominates media. What a stupid, lying headline. Racist incidents uniting black and Asian Americans because they're both fighting white supremacy. Uh, Comrade Martyr, I'm serious. This is a serious question. Have you ever met a white supremacist? Wow, his answer was no. What a cocoon he must live in. The Dennis Prager Show. I should never make a change. A uh, dear friend of mine has a son who is in uh, naval intelligence, uh, high-ranking, and won't say more. He's a great kid, kid, great man. His father was visiting him and his new grandson. Sent me a photo of the amount of cigars that his son has. I mean, it looked like a store. It, I thought it was a picture from a cigar store. And then noted that he gives me credit for having embarked on cigars. <laughs> and I I was very moved, believe it or not. I know this is sick-sounding to those of you who believe the Mayo Clinic, but it's actually a good sign. Now... March is fundraising month for PragerU, and you got to admit, it's a highlight every day, not every hour, but every day, when I have a member of PragerForce, it's now, I think, 15,000 worldwide college, high school aged young men and women, and I have never met almost any of them, but I want to meet them all after I talk to them. Noel... Noel Fitchett is a Prager Force member at uh, Cal State Fullerton, California State University at Fullerton. And you uh, now tell me if this is true, Noel, that you have a growing social media following. Is that correct? I do, yes. Well, first of all, welcome to my show. It's a delight to meet you. (laughs) So nice to meet you as well. Great. Thank you. And it says here in the bio that you have been uh, attacked by the left. Is that is that correct? That's super true. I was actually doxxed, and then that's how I came across Prager Force, because I was looking for a conservative, free-thinking community, and I found a family with Prager Force. What a great reason to find us. Wow. They doxxed you? What does that mean? They, they put out where you live? Yeah, my address, people came to my house, all that fun stuff, lots of threats. But Prager Force really became a really healthy community for me and a great support system. Well, that I can believe because, as I said to the, my audience, the people I've met through this have been so so impressive. So is it true? I hate to even ask this because I feel I've fallen into the trap that they have set of thinking of people this way, but... The reality is it it plays a role. Are you Hispanic? I am. And how does that work? Both parents, one parent? I have both parents. I'm really blessed. Both of my parents didn't have two parents, so I'm super blessed that I have both parents, yes. Right, but are both parents Hispanic? Yeah, uh, well, my mom's family immigrated here from Mexico, 
um, to my mom's first gen, but my dad's family is very mixed, and they've been here longer than the 1800s. That's why I have the strange last name, Fitchett. Yeah, I mentioned that to the living martyr here, my producer and the co-founder of PragerU, Alan Estrin, that your name, that that was really old English name. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I always wonder what it was, and I didn't figure it out until maybe two years ago. So do you, in your tweets, what do you use primarily to convey your ideas? Instagram? Um, I, I started with TikTok, and now it's primarily Instagram. So do you play up the fact, and I'm not, I have no problem if you do, I'm just curious, that you're Hispanic? Um... Not, well, I mean, when people ask me, because often people ask me what I am, um, but then I have to go down a rabbit hole explaining my dad's ethnicity, which is just super long and complicated. Um, but I do, if, if for example, I see someone lying that all minorities think the same or all minorities think they're oppressed, then I, I'll talk about my family history. Because my grandma was actually... She experienced, um, like, segregation in Texas growing up. So I'll tell them about her story, and it kind of opens people's eyes a bit. What prompted you to differ from, whether your peers are Anglo or Hispanic, they're overwhelmingly uh, likely to be on the left? What, yeah, I, so wait, I, I want you to forgive me, Noel. I want you to answer them when we come back because i got to take a break. Noel Fitchett is with Prager Force. This is Fundraising Month for Prager U, and whatever you give till the end of this month will be tripled. Some great donor has made that deal. PragerU.com. Let there be no doubt, Big Tech and the far left have joined forces to purge America of conservative views. So why exactly are we choosing to give big tech companies all of our personal data? The battle lines have been drawn. Big Tech has made it clear which side they're on. Now was the time to take a stance. Protect your personal data from Big Tech with the VPN I trust for my online protection, ExpressVPN. Every device, whether you're on your phone, laptop, or TV, has a unique string of numbers called an IP address. When you search for things, watch videos, or even click a link, big tech companies can use that IP to track your activity and tie it back to you. So stop handing over your data to big tech companies whose aim is to censor you and spy on you. Defend your rights and protect your internet activity with the VPN I use. Visit expressvpn.com dash Prager, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N com slash Prager to get three extra months free. ExpressVPN.com slash Prager. I am speaking with a student, a fighter, and that's not common at any age. It's no more common at 60 than it is at the age of a college student that Noel Fitcher Hispanic student at Fullerton, Cal State Fullerton. So I asked you, uh, when did you adopt these values? Were you raised with them? Um, I think, well, I grew up in a Christian household, so my mom definitely is more conservative than my dad. My dad's a little bit more libertarian. Um, but I think growing up, I always had these conservative values of personal responsibility, hard work, that I can achieve anything I set my mind to. But in college, I started to believe in the myth of white privilege and um, a little bit of critical race theory. 
And then I went down the rabbit hole last summer and I realized that I was, it was just completely false after I learned facts and statistics. And so I almost went like full left. I was never a fan of socialism, but as far as like social issues, I did lean left. Wow. Fascinating. So, so what, what happened? Did you, did you just do a lot of research? What happened? Um, I was, I came home and I told my parents that white privilege is real and they thought it was insane. And so I got into a whole discussion with them and usually I'm pretty good at winning debates, but that one I lost completely and I could not prove my point. And so that set me down the rabbit hole of discovering, okay, is this really real? And then I learned so much information and watched Burger U videos and I realized that white privilege is just a myth. Well, your parents uh, did a good job then. That, that's really, uh, and, then, and then Prager, <laughs> you reinforced your parents, right? Yes. That, that's how it happened. So I'll ask you my, my favorite question, and I, I amazing in years, I've, I've gotten a different answer every time. Do you have, and if you do, what is your favorite Prager, you video? My favorite PragerU video actually inspired one of my TikToks. Um, it's the inconvenient truth about the Democratic Party. Uh, I didn't know that the KKK was started by the Democrats. And so I ended up making a whole video with my grandma about it. But that's my favorite video. Carol Swain. Mm-hmm. That, yep. I got to tell Carol. She'll, she'll be very touched. She's a, she's a sp- very special woman. She's amazing. She is. I, I actually flew to Nashville last year, just uh, two years ago, just to uh, speak at a fundraiser for her. She was running for mayor of the city. Yes, she, so cool. she. Yeah, it is cool. I agree. How many of the nearly 500 videos have you watched? And I don't care what the answer is. I'm just curious. Um, I've watched a lot of them. I don't know the number, but I've definitely watched a lot of them. And now I send them to my little brothers as well. And that kind of helps them sort out a lot of myths, like the party switch and stuff. But I've seen a lot of them, too many to count. How do we follow you and see how how, how much you're hated? <laughs> how do we follow you? Um, on all social media platforms, my username is Noel Fitch, um, F-I-T-C-H, and... Yeah, everything is just Noel Fitch. Do you have friends? Um, now, thanks to Prager Force, I've met so many people, and honestly, after being more outspoken about my beliefs, I've made so many more friends. That's right. Friends. I want so, to comment definitely. on that. I am going to thank you, and I can't wait to meet you in person, mask free. Likewise. Thank you so much. It was so nice talking to you. If that doesn't do your heart good, folks, then I, 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 nothing will. But I want to comment on something that you may not have thought of. When you, most conservatives are in the closet. The only group in America is that is in the closet is conservatives. No matter what your your sexual preference, identity, anything. Uh, uh, there, there was a huge article in praise of polygamy. Where did I just see that? Was it the New York Times? I, I forgot where I saw it. And anything, everybody's out of the closet except conservatives. But I want to give you a real good argument for coming out of the closet. 
in the closet, you may not be attacked. But here's the other side of that coin. You may also not be befriended. Coming out of the closet doesn't only mean you're exposed to enemies. It means you're exposed to allies. So how did you get friends, I asked Noel Fitchett, college student, conservative Hispanic. At Prager Forest was her first answer. And the other one was the people I met because I came out publicly. Everyone I know who has done that, well over the age of Prager Force members, has found people that they can then befriend. You know what gives you a real boost to fight? Friends. Kindred spirits. Allies. So... I I have come to believe that almost whatever the price, almost, I don't want you to go on, on welfare, but almost whatever the price, it is worth coming out. There is nothing better, nothing better than meeting kindred spirits who actually love this country, who love liberty, and with whom you can share that love. The reward of coming out of the closet is at least as powerful as the pain of coming out of the closet. So, give it some thought. You will be shocked at how many people will respond to you. The Dennis Prager Show. Hey, a reminder, you want to meet kindred spirits, come with me to Israel. Going in late October. Don't hang up. I want to summarize your calls. I can't take them all. Some are really ones that I would love to discuss with you at length. For example, Jason in Chicago says, I'm black and you speak as if there is no white supremacy. Mm, there's everything. There is no form of deviance. There's bestiality in the world. There, there is, there's no such thing as no. N- you name it. I, I think there's anti-Semitism in America. I'm a Jew. I don't think America's anti-Semitic. There's a very big difference between there are white supremacists and white supremacy is a big deal. White supremacy is not a big deal. It is a gigantic lie of the left. Next. Uh, Frank in Chatsworth, California. I can think of a few times you do engage in hyperbole. Example, left is evil. Yes, the left is evil. But I always say liberals are not. Okay? Everything the left has ever touched in the last hundred years, it has either ruined or destroyed. Everything from the arts to education to sports, to religion. Everything. All it does is destroy. It builds nothing. Tell me what the left has built other than power. It destroys the Boy Scouts. Is there a left-wing Boy Scouts? Is there a left-wing anything that they destroy? 
Steve in West Orange, New Jersey. The New Jersey Jewish Federation is taking a two-week course in critical race theory. I am not surprised, Stephen. Jewish life has been poisoned by the left. It's a perfect example, just as mainstream Protestantism and mainstream Catholicism. The Pope has been poisoned by the left, so the New Jersey Jewish Federation will not be. I played for you, ladies and gentlemen, a rabbi on Rosh Hashanah, the high holy day of the Jewish calendar, chanting instead of the prophets, chanting the words of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a rabbi at a New Jersey temple. New Jersey, Stephen. He must be a hero at the New Jersey Jewish Federation, that rabbi. I never gave his name because I wanted to spare him the humiliation. He humiliated Judaism, but I'm... Something that makes life a little better for people less fortunate than you. Real change oh, yes. during change the, the happens one step at a time. Uplifting. Fight for the things All right. that you Thank you, everybody. About. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm Dennis Prager. That will lead others to join you. Women belong in our place.